Yonder, Chapter 10, Friendships Blossom J.B. checked the peapot fridge for milk and cream and found none. Linda, what do you use for coffee creamer? We have packs of the powder creamer beside the sugar on the counter for customers. Tubbs took another slurp of coffee and pushed out a chair next to him. Cop a squat, J.B. Let's jaw. In J.B.'s mind, nobody asked to talk with him unless they wanted something or they were going to point out a deficiency in his performance and moral character. He often measured success by whether people left him alone or not. He reluctantly poured three packs of artificial creamer in his coffee and took a seat across from Tubbs. Tubbs responded by moving to the chair next to Jim Bob, a movement to reassure J.B. that all was well. Tubbs took another sip of coffee, smacked his lips, and locked eyes with J.B. Before he could speak, Linda slid a hot blueberry muffin on the table for each of them with a packet of margarine on the side. Don't eat that, Jimbo quit before he could stop himself. Y'all got something against blueberry muffins, J.B.? Tubbs peeled the paper cup and bit off half of his muffin. I meant the patty on the side. That stuff's a closer relative of plastic than it is to butter. Jim Bob took a bite of his muffin and paused to let the flavor permeate his tongue. Gosh almighty, that's a good muffin. Tubbs had downed his muffin and was wiping crumbs from his mouth and shirt. Nice segue to our chin wag. What do you know about coffee, JB? I can see the look in your eyes, so... Hold the smart retort. JB leaned back and settled in the seat, smiled, and spoke from his heart. I grind my own beans for coffee, or I pulse pre-ground coffee in the grinder to freshen it up. I prefer a French press over drip or pour over. My preferences are Sumatran, Guatemalan, Atitlan, and Kilimanjaro in that order. Whipping cream and a dash of stevia are the most a good cup of needs. Mary Alice says I'm a coffee snob, but she prefers to make our home coffee at home. You gonna buy me a birthday present, Tubbs? You sure you ain't related to Tilk? If you will freshen my cuppa, I have an offer to discuss with you and Linda. Ask her to join us after she takes the next batch out of the oven. They smell ready. JB returned with Linda in tow, carrying a cup of hot coffee. The scraping of chairs finally died down as they settled in at the table. Linda, what is your favorite part of this business, the coffee or the baking? Tubbs let the silence settle as Linda cleared her throat. I sell coffee because people ask for it. I bake because I love it. Linda wrung her hands as she finished and looked off toward the street where the rain continued to spatter the front window with droplets. JB wiggled in his seat wondering where this whole thing was going and why it involved him. He just stopped by for a cup of coffee and a quiet place for Bible study. Just across the street there, Tebbs gestured in the direction of Taylor Street that ran alongside the pea shop, is a really nice building. It used to be a bakery and still has all of the industrial equipment. Linda, have you ever considered running a bakery and leaving the coffee to someone else? Tubbs, you know I love to bake, but what would I do with this place if I started a bakery? Tubbs shifted to face JB and raised his eyebrows, waiting for JB to respond. My dad always had that look on his face when he had a sour stomach. You feeling okay, Tubbs? JB shifted nervously in his chair and focused on his coffee cup. He toyed with the tendrils of steam rising from the cup. Tubbs' gaze never wavered from Jim Bob. Linda's face seemed to glow as she looked over at Tubbs and stuttered a question. How soon can I look at it? Who owns it? What do I need to get started? This coffee thing was Rory's bag, but I could really sink my teeth into baking full time. 
pun intended. She trailed off sheepishly, embarrassed that she had been so forward. A heavy silence hung over the table as Tubbs purposefully let them work through their private thoughts of the possibilities and implications of what little information he had shared. Tilk and I have been discussing with the owners the possibility of a dedicated coffee shop and a dedicated bakery in these two buildings. The bakery would supply the coffee shop with edibles as well as functioning as a full-service bakery. Tilk would like to have a nearby source of good bread and desserts for the diner. I, for one, would like to see you both doing what you love. There. He said it. Tubbs had laid his proposal and his heart on the table. Tim McGraw played in his mind. Always be humble and kind. Linda sprang from her seat, smoothed her apron, and almost shouted, I'm in. Let me know what I need to do. I have customers to tend to. Thanks for the help this morning, JB. Your coffee is gratis this time. She smiled and disappeared behind the counter. The bells on the door jingled again and J.B. was surprised to see two people take seats at the table where he and Tubbs sat. Tubbs smiled at the look on J.B.'s face. J.B., you remember Sharon and Leonard. They used to work at the bakery next door before the owner died. I think y'all went to school together. Tubbs' voice trailed off as J.B. realized who these people were. Leonard says you and he have a history. Tell me about it. J.B. got a faraway look in his eyes as he recalled the history Tubbs spoke of so lightly. I met Leonard in my fifth grade year at elementary school. I had a reputation as a bully, but he and I became good friends playing around yonder together. Our favorite spot was the Georgia Department of Transportation yard with the big piles of gravel. I invited him to come home with me for lunch one day. At our back door, Mother stopped me and asked, What's that little black boy doing here? But she used the N-word. Leonard took off like a shot, and I followed after him to apologize for my mother. He wasn't angry. In fact, he invited me to lunch at his house. Mrs. Cody was a gentle Christian lady and an awesome cook. I never forgot how my mother treated him. When I started sixth grade, he and I had a fight in the hallway between our home rooms. Leonard didn't know about my reputation as a bully until sixth grade. We wrestled around the floor and exchanged punches for what seemed like forever before we both tired out. We looked at each other, shook hands, and a friendship was formed. Seems like it was just yesterday. Jim Bob stood and held out his hand to Leonard, who stood and extended his hands. The memories were so real and strong. J.B. pulled Leonard in for a hug. Sharon and I had classes together in high school. Blacks and whites didn't mix much in high school, but she and I talked a lot during and between classes. I've always thought of her as a friend, but I haven't seen either of them since high school. J.B. sat silently as the emotion of the moment settled. Sharon and Leonard had been married since y'all graduated. Tubbs took a sip of coffee before continuing. You know, there are three things I can't stand. Wet cigarettes, cold coffee, and a smart mouth. JB, could you warm it up for me? Linda seemed to magically appear at the table with a pot of coffee and two more cups for Sharon and Leonard. Do y'all need to smoke a peace pipe or will coffee do the trick? Linda headed back to the kitchen without waiting for an answer. JB reached into his left rear pocket and pulled out his duct tape index card holder and extracted a card before asking, So what's the scoop, Tubbs? Where do we go from here? Both places are going to either need to be cleaned up, upgraded, or modernized. Sharon will be working with JB and Leonard will be in the bakery with Linda. Why? Leonard can do the heavy lifting for Linda and she can be the pretty face at the counter when she isn't baking. Tubbs paused for a response. Sharon giggled quietly and locked eyes with JB. Sharon giggled quietly and locked eyes with J.B. We know who's going to be the pretty face at the coffee shop, right, J.B.? Certainly, he quipped. 
Mary Alice would be the pretty face when she drops by to visit. He smiled and winked at Sharon. Just like old times, Sharon. Tubbs passed the keys of the bakery to Leonard, and he headed off to check out the building and equipment with Sharon in tow. Tubbs turned to speak to JB and could see him surveying the room and almost hear the gears turning with ideas. Tubbs, do we have a renovation or an upgrade budget? Most of what needs to happen here is cosmetic and a name change. Tubbs nodded in agreement. Can we please get someone other than Possum to paint the sign? JB begged with hands out and palms up. The front door flung open as if attacked by a harsh wind. The tinkle of the bell was lost in the din of thunder and rain that rushed through the door. Sheriff Briggs Stratton stood silhouetted by the morning sunlight filling the street. Everyone fell silent as this surprise entrance everyone fell silent at this surprise entrance as puddles formed at the sheriff's feet. You the sheriff growled as the sound of thunder seemed to accentuate this strange scene. He pointed his finger straight at Jim Bob. Get in my car. Tubbs, join us. I'll fill you in on the way.